Hello, and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. My name is Danny Fitzpatrick. Let's continue with Dante's Paradiso, Canto 16. O scarce nobility of our blood, if you make man glory in you here below where our love languishes, it will never be a marvelous thing to me. For there where the appetite's not thwarted, in heaven I say, I myself gloried in you. Truly you are a mantle that swiftly shortens again, such that, if nothing's appended to it day to day, time goes all around it with its scissors. From the you which first was born up in Rome, in which her family least perseveres, my words commenced again, at which Beatrice, who was a bit separate, smiling, appeared as she who coughed at the first fault ascribed to Guinevere. I commenced, You are my father. You give me to speak all boldness. You lift me such that I am more than I. My mind is filled with such rivers of happiness that it rejoices in itself for having sustained it without being split. Tell me now, my dear beginning, who were your ancestors, and what were the years that were sealed in your youth? Tell me of the fold of St. John. How many were there, and who were the men among them worthy of its loftiest seats? As coal is enlivened to flame at the breath of wind, so I saw that light loom resplendent at my blandishments. And as to my eyes it was made more lovely, so with a voice more sweet and soft, but not with this modern tongue, he said to me, From that day when Ave was said, to the time of birth when my mother, now a saint, was relieved of me who was her weight. Five hundred fifty times and thirty this flame came to its lion to be inflamed once more below its paw. My ancestors and I were born in the place where those who career in your annual games first come upon the last bend. Let it suffice to hear this of my elders, who they were and whence they came then, it's more honest to be silent than to reason. All those who were there at that time, able to bear arms between Mars and the Baptist, were a fifth of those alive there now. But the citizenry, which now is mixed with the Campi, with Certaldo and Filiine, was seen to be pure to the last artisan. Oh, how much better it would be for these people I speak to be my neighbors and to have confined themselves to Galuzzo and Trespiano than to have them within and to sustain the stink of the rude one of Agurion, of that one of Signa, who already has the eagle's eye for baritry. If the people most malignant to the world had not been a stepmother to Caesar, but benign as a mother to her son, so one is made a Florentine, a merchant and a money changer, who would be turned back to Semifonte, there where his grandfather went on the hunt. Montemurlo would yet be of the Conti, the Cerchi would be in the seat of Acone, and the Buon del Monte, maybe, in Val di Greve. The confusion of its people was ever the principle of the evil of the city, as gluttonous eating is the seed of yours. The blind bull is more likely to fall than the blind lamb, and many times the one blade pierces better than five. If you regard Luni and Urbisalia, how they've vanished, and how Chiusi and Senigalia come after them if they don't change course, to hear how the houses are unmade will not appear a new thing nor hard after even cities have their ends all your cares have their deaths as do you but it's concealed in each that longer endures as lives are short 
And as the revolution of the heaven of the moon covers and discovers the shores without repose, so does fortune with Florence, so that it ought not appear a marvelous thing that I should speak of the lofty Florentines for whom fame is obscured in time. I saw the Ugi, and I saw the Catalini, Filippi, Greci, Ormani, and Alberici, illustrious citizens already in decay. And I saw, as grand as antique, with Della Sanella, that Dell'Arca, and Soldanieri, and Ardinghi, and Bostichi. Over the gate, which to the present is charged of new felonies of such weight as soon will be cast from the bark, there were the Ravignani, from whom are descended the Count Guido, and those who afterwards have taken the name of the lofty Bellincione. That Della Presa already understood how one ought to rule, and in his house, Galigaio already had the hilt and pommel gilded. Great already were the columns of the Vaio, the Sacchetti, Giuochi, Fifanti, and Barucci, and Galli, and those who reddened for the basket. The stump from which the Calfucci were born was already great, and Siti and Aregucci were already drawn to the places of power. Oh, how I saw those who are undone for their pride! and the balls of gold flourished Florence in all their grand deeds. Thus did the fathers of those who, when your cathedral seat is vacant, make themselves fat standing at consistories. The overweening house that rushes as a dragon after him who flees and is placid as a lamb to him who shows the teeth or opens his purse, was coming up but of lowly people such that it didn't please Ubertin Donato once his father-in-law made him their relative. The Caponsacchi had already descended from Fiesole to the market, and Judah and Infangato were already good citizens. I will say a thing incredible and true. The little circle within was entered by a gate which was named for those della Pera. Each one who bore the lovely insignia of the grand baron whose name and whose praise are reinforced at the feast of Thomas had knighthood and privilege from him. But it's come to pass that he who's bound with a fringe draws up today with the people. Already Gualterotti and Importuni were there, and the Borgo would be still quieter had they not hungered for new neighbors. The house of which your sorrow is born, which has brought you death through just disdain and put an end to your light life, was honored, it and its consorts. O Buon del Monte, how ill that you fled her nuptials for the other's comforts. Many would be light who are sad if God had conceded you to the Emma the first time that you came to our city. But it came to be, at that broken stone that guards the bridge, that Florence should provide a victim in the end of her peace. With these people, and with others alongside them, I saw Florence set in such repose that she had no occasion whence she might weep. With these families I saw her people glorious and just, such that the lily had not yet been set backward upon the lance, nor turned vermilion in division. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Dante in a Year podcast. See you next time for Dante's Paradiso, Canto 17.